What's happening, podcasters? I'm Brian Ensminger with another episode of 1000 Podcasters. I'm here to help you launch, improve, and sustain your show. Today we're going to talk about the first part of the ACME-M method for producing your podcast. And you might be thinking to yourself right now, what's the ACME-M method and why should I care? And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But before we do that, I've got a couple of questions for you. Do, do you like spending unnecessary time editing your podcast? Do you do you like having to edit things more than once, maybe because you missed something or because something needed to be corrected upstream that you, you didn't get to? Are you wondering if there's a faster or a better way? Maybe there's a way to recapture some of that time and improve the con- quality and consistency of your show all at once. If that sounds interesting to you, you're going to want to stick around. Over the next few episodes, I'm going to focus on sharing the process that I use to produce my flagship podcast, The Engaging Missions Show, and also the client shows that I work uh, work with. Yesterday, I did a quick overview of the process. You can find that at toptieraudio.com slash 13. Now, maybe you've had this happen before. Maybe you've started editing a show only to realize that you're missing an element. Maybe you're missing some music or an intro or an entire track for an interview. Maybe you've started editing only to realize that one file was significantly shorter than the other or that maybe there was a large chunk of audio missing in the middle of something, something that should have been there that wasn't. I know that certainly happened to me in a variety of different situations. Sometimes I've worked with files that were recorded over remote services like Zencaster or similar services where there was clicking or maybe the the tracks didn't line up right or there was pieces missing. I've seen that happen. I've also had, oftentimes it's client files that are recorded on location. I'll get these files and maybe there are multiple voices all at different volumes all on one track. Or maybe there's a low quality on location recording. Maybe there's a lot of background noise. This is where this process really helps. It's not, necessar- it's not necessarily perfect. It won't necessarily fix everything, but it certainly helps. I can't replace missing audio. This part won't do that. But what it does do is set you up for success. And I know that in my experience, if I skip this step, I almost always have problems. The same kind of thing happens in my day job as an analyst. If I skip the step, the first step of assessing my starting point, I almost always have problems later. And that's what we're talking about, the A for the Acme M method. We're talking about assessing our audio, making sure that what we have, making sure that we have what we need before we get started. Today, I'm going to share with you what I look for when I assess audio and also some of the tools that I use. The first thing that I look for, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but the first thing I look for is whether or not I have everything. Do I have all of the intro files? Do I have all of the music and the bumpers or any ads that needed to be inserted or any of the, do I have all the interview files? If there are multiple files for co-hosts or things like that, do I have all of that? One of the tools that I use pretty religiously for my own show and for some of the other shows that I work with are production notes. And I typically keep those in Google Sheets or Google Docs. It makes it easy to collaborate. It makes it easy to keep track of things. And I can use this not only to track the specifics of the files, but if I really want to go there, I can also use Google Sheets or Google Docs for some of the other parts that I'm going to talk about as well as I start talking about assessing the audio. But the first part is just, do I have everything? Because it's it's not going to work to start if I'm missing an element. I can always go back and re-edit, but my, my goal is to not have to edit things twice. So I want to make sure I've got it all. After I've confirmed that I have everything... I'm going to start looking for obvious 
issues. And if there are obvious problems, things that are going to need to be addressed or things that maybe can't even be addressed, I might want to take notes of that in, in Google Sheets or Google Docs, something like that to keep track of things. Things I'm looking for when I'm going through the audio to look for obvious problems. Are the files the same length? Are they, are they roughly the same size? If I've got two tracks for co-hosts or interviews or multiple tracks, and they all start and stop at roughly the same time, I should have the same length. And if I don't, there's a potential problem there. I'm going to look for things like, are there multiple voices on a single track? Are there large gaps of silence that weren't expected? I'm not talking about one person's talking and the other person's quiet. I'm talking about big pieces of stuff that are just missing. Are there noticeable differences in the audio levels? Are there wide changes of volume within a single track or perhaps across tracks? Is there an unpleasant tonal balance? Are there digital artifacts or compression? Are there issues from the original recording? Maybe there's clipping or maybe there's hiss or reverb, room reverb. Maybe there's some background noise. Maybe there is clicking. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about some of the tools that I use to do this kind of thing when I'm doing this. Often I'll start when I'm looking for files of different links. I'll just look on my computer. I use a Mac and I'll just look and see is the time, time the, the length for each one roughly the same. I'll look at the file size, same thing. I'm looking for files that are roughly the same size, as long as they're the same format. I'm looking for something that's about the same size. I might open it up in a piece of software to check for things like unexpected gaps or background noise. And a lot of times the tools that I use for this, I like to use Isotopes RX-7 because that gives me a good view of background noise and potential issues and tonal balance and all that stuff all in one. If you don't have that, you can also use a, a stereo editor like Twisted Wave, or I, I've even known myself to open them up in Hindenburg. And I might just, before I even think about editing, I might just open up the different files and drop them in there and just see if it looks consistent. I'm not even necessarily dropping them into a project file. I'm just dropping them in to take a look at that. So you can use a variety of different pieces of software, but often it's really the simple things to check. Checking to make sure that the files are roughly the same length and duration. Checking to see that they're roughly the same size. And then comparing against, comparing them to each other for volume differences and things like that. During this time, you might want to take notes if you th see things that are going to need to be fixed. For example, if the tonal balance is unpleasant, you might want to note, hey, this, this voice is a bit muddy or this voice sounds a bit harsh so that when you go to the, some of the f stages later, it'll make it easier for you to go back and go, okay, now what? I know what I need to do here. This isn't going to guarantee perfection, right? But it's going to help you know what you're starting with. And if you know where you're starting, that makes it easier to get to where you're going. And it'll definitely help you save time and improve over time because you're spending time focusing on what you got from the starting point. And it's always easier better if you can to fix the recording rather than to fix it in post-production. So if you take this time, you'll start noticing things that can be addressed as part of the recording process and then don't have to be addressed as part of the post-production process. If this sounds interesting and you want to find out the rest of the process, make sure that you subscribe to the show at 1000podcasters.com and then check back tomorrow because I'm going to share with you the next stage of the Acme M method for producing high-quality podcasts. Do you want to take this a little bit further and also gain valuable insights about things like email lists, social media, booking guests, and more? Consider attending the Christian Podcaster Summit. It's going to be in the middle of June 2019. 
I'm working on some bonuses to go with this. If you use my affiliate link to purchase your ticket, those will be available after the summit. They're not done yet, but those will be available after the summit. You can find that at toptieraudio.com slash summit. And if you'd like to take it even further and maybe get some one-on-one attention, you can set up a consultation at toptieraudio.com. Thanks again. Now go out there and make a great podcast.